I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50. Each week I will look over a year in my life to find the geek influences, ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week is 1992! Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II described 1992 as an anus horribilis mainly due to her, the failed marriages of three of her children resulting in tabloid scandals, as well as the extensive damage to Windsor Castle caused by fire. For others, the year went a bit better. While the space shuttle Atlantis deployed an array to study the effects of global warming, the United Nations set up a framework on the climate change. Apartheid, which in South Africa separated not only black and white people, but coloured people as well, finally ended after over 40 years. The troubles in Northern Ireland continued, with my Friday commute home from Belfast to County Armagh often delayed because of suspicious devices on the train tracks. Twice a bomb went off in a building next to the tech as we settled down for our first classes. One night while I was studying at a table in the old building I stayed in, a bomb went off. It wasn't close to where I was, but the damage done by a bomb is not because of the shockwaves through the air, but shockwaves through the ground, and Belfast is built on a bog. The old window in front of me began to shake violently, and I was scared broken glass would shower me. It didn't, but the eerie silence after the shockwaves subsided, a drunken male voice boomed from the street outside. Did the earth move for you, love? Bombing and shooting increased. In January, eight men on their way to work were killed by a bomb planted by the IRA. And a few weeks later, the loyalist UVF entered a pub in Belfast. Didn't find enough people, so they went to the bookmakers next next door and killed five people. These tit-for-tat killings would go on. You kill innocent people on our side, we'll kill innocent people on your side. It had to stop for the sake of innocent people who were suffering both as victims and the family and friends of victims. I stayed up in Belfast every other weekend and attended a church ministered to by Ken Newell. He was a peacemaker and committed himself to building relationships between Catholics and Protestants, the type of thing that would not have happened in the middle of County Armagh. One Sunday night, instead of an evening service, he invited a local unionist politician and a nationalist politician to the hall to talk about their viewpoints to the congregation. I watched. While the unionist Protestant was stone-faced even through the hymns, the nationalist Catholic sung with joy and conviction in a denomination that was not his own. That summer, I volunteered in a church outreach team. By this time, Julie and I had begun to date and we went on the same team. This was the first summer team that I had gone on. Going to a congregation for a week, sleeping on the floor, eating together and running children's clubs and youth clubs. This being my first team, I wanted to impress people with how cool I was. Instead, I ended up being a jerk by trying to prove how much better I was than other people. And I still have shame over my activities then. Instead of being humble, I am humiliated by how I acted. It was a lesson I needed to learn, and boy did I learn it. 
Lessons were also learnt in the cinema in 1992. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was anything but a good movie, but Josh Whedon, the writer, would develop the idea away from prying producers to bring Buffy to television later in the decade. Sister Act is probably Whoopi Goldberg's biggest success, but my favourite film of the year was Sneakers, about security specialists, and it had a lot of charm. Perhaps both the greatest Dickens adaptation and the greatest Christmas movie came out in 1992. The Muppet Christmas Carol brings a chaotic mayhem while maintaining the spirit of the original story. It is one Christmas film that I watch every year. I had a friend in Belfast who collected Superman trades, so I was able to read The Death of Superman and wonder what a world without the Man of Steel would be like. I didn't buy any of the Image comics as they came out that year, and I think I've only ever read two of them in my whole life. I guess there's a limit to how many fake worlds I can fit in my brain. I was still a Marvel zombie, I'm starting to move away a bit from X-Men towards the Avengers. Operation Galactic Storm and Avengers crossover extravaganza and I collected nearly all the series that this crossover went through with the exception of Iron Man and spanning two star systems I particularly enjoyed how well each book was used in the story. My Marvel UK Spider-Man comic had shifted from complete Spider-Man to exploits of Spider-Man. As well as containing a current storyline, it also reprinted classic stories from the beginning of Spider-Man and a story from the future with Spider-Man 2099. Peter David, who I was familiar with from Incredible Hulk, created a whole new world for a Spider-Hero. I didn't read any other 2099 titles and, let's face it, I didn't really need to. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess@gmail.com, on Twitter at MarksMessPodcast without the T, and on Facebook at MarksMessPodcast. Thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. And next time, 1993!